The following podcast contains strong language, adult themes, and scenes that depict violence and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. She must have been running at the park. Man approaches, seems harmless, continues to run. Never saw the assailant. What the? Jesus, Harriet. You got anything to tell me? Like what? This isn't your case. I'm doing this as a courtesy. Maxwell, you know how long I've been working on this. The only reason you're here is the victim won't talk to anyone but you. She only asked for me? Specifically you. What's her name? Connie Rivera. 26 years old. And why do you have her in there? I figured to bring her somewhere quieter than the bullpen. (laughs) That's actually smart of you. Shepard, she's been beaten and she's refusing treatment. She's obviously traumatized. This isn't my first rodeo with an assault victim. Right, right. Brown hair, young. Pretty, but not too pretty. This is uh, an M.O. Was she running? She's dressed for it. Great. Listen, I want to talk with her alone. I should be in there. I'm lead. Did she talk to you at all? No, I tried to. She asked for me, so here I am. Maybe we should look over that file I gave you and learn something while I'm in there. Are you thirsty? We've got water or coffee. I want to talk to Detective Harriet Shepard. I am Detective Harriet Shepard. Badge number 54462. That's right. And you're Connie Riviera. Yes. I want to talk to you. I have to talk to you. We can talk. You can ask me questions. I can ask you some. Do you want to go first? No. Would you mind if I go first? No. Where did you go for a run today? Near my apartments. Where's that? Over on River and Oracle. Those are nice. Lots of college students. Are are you in college? I graduated last year. Congratulations. Did you find a job right away? No, I'm I'm applying for graduate schools. Don't you need to write things down? Not to worry. I got a steel trap. Steel trap my ass. Sheesh! There she is. Who taught you how to open the door? Harriet? She's in there with your Vic? Have you always gone running in the same place? Yeah, usually. Um, unless I go running with someone, but the loop is close by. The loop? There were women found near there. When? The latest victim, for starters. Just a few days ago. So that's what started Shepard down the rabbit hole. Why did she ask for Harriet? This isn't our case. We shouldn't... She's too close to this. I should be in there. She's worked on cases like this before. Now, I don't mean to sound crass, Detective Alicia, but there's always going to be another dead girl. There's always a sicko out there with a hard-on to kill another girl. Just stating the facts. I don't know, but one dead girl on the loop? Then another gets attacked? How many do you need for a pattern? Careful, Detective Alicia. Shepard's good police, smart, dedicated, but you ever wonder why she's still just a detective and not in charge of any squad? I assumed it had something to do with the patriarchal hierarchy of our system. Maybe, but she doesn't make it easier, always looking for breadcrumbs. She's following the ants carrying the crumbs back to their nest. Don't you have a robbery to solve, detective? Yeah, actually, I do. Tell Harriet... uh, Nothing. I'll talk to her later. Whatever you say. Why did you tell the police you needed to talk to me, Connie? 
he did. The man who attacked you? Yes. Did he also tell you my badge number? He made me repeat it. I could barely breathe, but he made me repeat it. He was choking you? I never saw him. I didn't. He waited, and there were people nearby, but he waited. Until you were alone. I stopped. My watch went off, and I stopped running to check the message. It's okay, Connie. We don't have to talk about this. No, I need to tell you, Detective Harriet Shepard. I am supposed to tell you how he did it. He said he wanted you to hear it, but I... uh, It's okay. I just, I never saw him. He grabbed me by the neck and he pulled me away from the track. And he put my face down in the dirt. And then what? And then he... He took my watch off first and threw it. And he checked my pockets. And I didn't have money, just my ID. And I thought, shit, he's going to rape me. And I wanted to scream, but he put his hand around my throat and he held me down until I tasted the dirt. So I stopped struggling. So he just held me down and whispered in my ear. He didn't rape you? No, no. He didn't even try. He just got excited when he was talking to me about strangling the girl but not before that he said i had to tell you everything he said to me go on it's okay you're safe here with me he said she had brown hair and was pretty i put my hand around her neck and strangled her like i'm strangling this one Do you know what it's like to feel someone take their last breath? This one won't. Don't worry. I just need a little something first to get me through the next one. You tell this to Detective Harriet Shepard. Every word. And then I passed out. He said Detective Harriet Shepard. Yes. Then I felt this pain in my finger, like searing hot. And I could hear the knife slicing into it. He wanted you to see it. Your finger. Okay, Connie, you're going to go to the hospital with Detective Maxwell. Wait, you're leaving? I'm going to be right behind you, but first I need to get a few things. I'll be right back. Take her to the hospital and don't leave her, Maxwell. I'll be there in an hour. What are you cooking up, Harriet? Elephant Scout presents Tucson Heat. Episode 4, What Do You Fear, Detective Harriet Shepard? See, we just need enough sample to run it through for analysis. Always make sure to get enough to double-check your work. 
Come find me when you identify this one. Okay, I can do that, Doc. Hey there, DuPont. Hey, Detective Alicia. Nice to see you. I didn't know you were a doctor. Oh, yeah. PhD in chemistry. No biggie. And you decided to become a forensics tech here? Well, after the army, I needed some way to utilize my sweet explosive ordnance disposal skills. So, the GI Bill got me an education. And now I'm working here. Wow! Why don't you work for the FBI or some federal job? Most of my family is here. I'm done moving around. If I want to rush, I can go rock climbing or drive down to Grand and Alvernon. <laughs> I didn't know you were that adventurous. <laughs> well, it takes one to know one. I heard about your adventure. Talk about a rush. Yeah, it was uh, weird. First day as a detective and I trip over a bank robber while trying to make a withdrawal. Funny how that happens. So, are you here with a car or just to check my credentials? <laughs> yes, right. Do you have anything yet, or...? Have I got anything? I've been taking the car apart and examining the blast fingerprint, as well as taking some chemical samples of the IED. The bomb squad on scene said it was a pipe bomb. It is. And it isn't a pipe bomb. Uh, huh? See, a pipe bomb is assigned to do the most amount of damage by creating a pressurized explosion that blows out each end, and then splits the pipe down the middle. All in the blink of an eye, of course. That's not what happened here? From my preliminary examination, this was a full radius bomb that exploded on all sides equally. This was not some homemade pipe bomb. And you would have known that at first glance? If I had been on the scene, I could have told you this was more than what it seems. Next bomb threat, I'll make sure you're my first call. Good to know, because I'll hold you to that. Well, uh, I think I can do that. <laughs> oh, and here's the kicker. The explosive was still put inside a pipe casing, disguising it as a pipe bomb. Are you saying the suspects wanted us to think it was a pipe bomb? The really crazy part is this IED wasn't fully built for damage. It was specifically built just to make noise. And lots of it. Also, there are some surrounding markings that indicate there were smaller blasts that followed the initial explosion. Almost like cherry bombs. To sound like gunfire, maybe. Yeah, actually. It would sound a lot like gunfire. But why not just set off firecrackers? We get more calls about that than a bomb. That I can't help you with, but if you ever need someone to bounce conjecture off of, you can come down here anytime. <laughs> Anything else you can tell me about this bomb, not a bomb? Anything that could help us trace where it came from? Let's see. I'd say whoever made this was a real pro. The chemical composition and build were meticulously formulated to leave very little trace evidence. Meticulous is my word to describe these guys. Where would you get chemicals like that? My chemical analysis just pulled up a cocktail that you could gather together at Home Depot. One last question, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. Stay all afternoon if you like. Do you think they could have been military? Wouldn't surprise me at all. I wish I could tell you more, Detective Alicia, but they're good. Really good. Damn. Criminals are one thing. Smart ones are less likely to make mistakes. You think this has something to do with your robbery, don't you? Just a hunch. Well, if I get anything more, you'll be my first call. I will need your number, however. Oh, I think I have business cards on me. Here, they're still new. Nice. Now, if you put your cell on the back, I can make sure to get information to you as quick as possible. Right. Here you go. Thanks. And I'll shoot you a text now, so you'll have my number to invite me out to the next bomb scare. Thanks for everything, Dr. DuPont. <laughs> you could just call me Doc or 
Andy, if that makes you more comfortable. Sure. Andy. (laughs) Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Girl, keep it together. You've got some bank robbers to catch. UMC, how may I direct your call? Maxwell! What did the doctors say? Negative on the rape kit. The pad of her finger's gone. Shaved off the print and meat. Almost to the bone. It's sick stuff. The ER doc wants a plastic surgeon to consult, so we're waiting on that. Where have you been? She was getting anxious. They had to give her something to calm her nerves. Getting a lineup together. The Vic said she didn't see anything. Would it kill you to think outside the box once in a while? Hi, Connie. How are you feeling? Um, better, I guess. They gave me something for the pain, but it started hurting when they examined me. The adrenaline finally wore off. Can uh, I sit here? Sure. I gotta tell you, Connie, not many women or men, for that matter, would have been able to do what you've done. (laughs) It's not like I did anything. He let me go. This guy, if he is who I think he is, has been doing this for quite a while. And the other women, they weren't as fortunate as you. Some luck to get randomly picked up by some creep, choked out, and getting a finger sliced off. Connie, I have a tape recorder here. I want to play it for you, but uh, only if you're up for it. What is it? It's a lineup of voices. Voices? Okay, I can do that. Okay, great. Maxwell, come in here. Connie, just listen and tell me when you recognize the voice. Number one. Detective Shepard. Number two. Detective Shepard. Number three. Detective Shepard. And number four. It's It's that one. Number three. Are you sure? I won't ever forget his voice as long as I'm alive. Would you be willing to testify? You know whose voice that is? I do. So you can get him? You're going to arrest him? Yes, I am. We'll check it out, Connie. But you'd have to testify. So I'd see him. I'd see his face. Only if it goes to trial. He's been just a voice. No shape. Just a... A monster in my head so he could be anything. I mean, if I see him... It becomes real. Yeah. And if he's real... This isn't a dream. All this is really happening... Connie, when I said you were brave, it wasn't because you got away. It's because you're here and you're breathing and you're talking. You just identified the man who did this to you and a dozen other women. We should give her some space. He's going to continue to do this, and we finally have the power to stop him. You've given us that power. You know, it's taken everything not to fall apart. He's taken everything from me. Not everything. You're alive. But I'd have to testify. Yes, you will. This is only the beginning of the end. So you testify and all this will be over. He won't be able to hurt any more women. But you have to stand up and face your fears. What do you fear, Detective Harriet Shepard? 
This man has been in my dreams and nightmares. I've heard his voice over and over again for years. He knows me, but I know him. And I know that if you stand up there and look him in the eye and help me lock him up, all his power will be taken away and we'll be free. Okay. I'll do it. I'll testify. Thank you, Connie. When you're all done here at the hospital, you can come back to the station and we'll get paperwork going for you. Okay. Sorry about that. Do you have to go? Oh, it's my partner. Detective Maxwell will take you back to the station after the doctors release you, okay? Okay. Shepard, what was all that? You know who attacked her? And who killed at least ten other women. I knew it then. Now I have proof. Where are you going? To get my arrest warrant. Detective Alicia, here's the info you requested on the bank surveillance from the second robbery. Where's Detective Shepard? How was the vetting process? Any chance any of the employees could have been an accessory? None that we could find. Clean backgrounds, no suspicious activity in their bank accounts, no DNA matches. We even traced their phone locations over the last six months. Anything interesting? Nothing that stood out. Damn. What about the surveillance video? The detective in charge of that has matched the descriptions to 24 individuals that were in the bank in the last five days. And? He's right over here if you want to talk to him. (laughs) Yes, let's. You're going to love this guy. He's as old-timer as they get. Real stuck in the old-school type. (sighs) Great. Yet another dinosaur I gotta deal with on the daily. (laughs) Detective Harrison? I'm Detective Alicia. I'm running this bank robbery investigation. I was told a Detective Shepard was in charge. (laughs) You were told wrong. Aren't you a little young to be handling a case like this? What are you, 15? Where's Harry at? (laughs) Detective Harrison, do you take issue with Detective Shepard not being here? Because rest assured that I certainly do. However, do not forget that I'm in charge of this investigation. Clear? (laughs) Well, don't you have a backbone? So I've been told. Now, do you have something to show me? Well, I found 24 African-American males that match the height and weight of your perp, based on your description. I heard you were there for the first robbery. Even in something as stupid as try to apprehend one of them, while unarmed and without backup. (laughs) Well, maybe if you had been there, you could have blinded them with a handful of potato chips. You know what? It looks like it's my break time. So I'm going to go take a walk while you sit here and try to figure all this out by your pretty little self. I told you, I don't know who else we could get for this. Step aside and watch. First, let's isolate the individuals and enhance on the best frames we have of them. Not this guy. Or this guy. Nope. All right. Got them down to three possibilities. That was quick. It'll take a minute, but I'll have to search each camera at the bank for each individual to see every possible angle. Is there anything I can help with? You want to grab some lunch? Something light and salty, but with a sweet finish. Uh, A sandwich. Light on the mayo and an apple. Or a Kit Kat. You got it. Hold up. Detective? Son of a... Sorry? Oh no, not you. Look at this guy. Individual 22. Notice anything strange about him? Not really. What am I looking for? Here. I'll zoom in. His boots? What do those boots look like to you? They look like 
boots. I mean, they don't match his suit and tie, but... They're military boots. Like, military-issued boots. Our witness at the bank said our perp was definitely military. He swore by it. Let's zoom in on this guy and see how far we can follow him. There. He's getting into a cab. Let's zoom in on the back of that cab. That's a license plate number. Officer Garcia. Already written down. Let's find us a cabbie. Elephant Scout presents Tucson Heat, created by Christopher Scott, written by Debbie Federico, Francisco Landin, and Christopher Scott. Music provided by Freddie Walker Jr. at One Focus Productions, LLC. Starring Betsy Bruce and Chazelle Rodriguez, with James Frost, AJ Kincaid, Chris Dobson, Bradford Trojan, Christian B. Meza, Sarah Jackson, Margot Barrera, and Carlos Charlie Hall. For more information, visit elephantscout.com slash podcast. Or follow us on social media at Elephant Scout. Please tell your friends about our show. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your favorite podcasts.